This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. I'm Helen Farmer and this is Farmer's Kitchen. It's your weekly dose of delicious chat. We love introducing you to the tastemakers, talking news and on today's show meeting Chef Luisa ahead of a forehand collaboration with another legendary chef from right here in the UAE and in conversation with the Supper Club King. You can expect a bit of a performance as well as some incredible food as Chef Couve waves storytelling, history and delicious dishes right here in Dubai. This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. It started off somewhat underground, now becoming one of the fastest scenes and some of the hottest seats in town, talking supper clubs this half hour. One of the pioneers of that dining culture, Chef Couve is with us. He is a storyteller, of course, a cook. I hear a bit of a performer as well. Oh, really, sir? How are you today? I'm super well. Good. Uh, <laughs> I've yet to be, to, to dine with you, but producer Poonam has been to you, I think, three times and has said has. every dinner with you is like watching a stage performance, but with incredible food. So I want to know, where did it all begin? Where did you grow up and where did your love of food come from, chef? Love of food, uh, I suppose, as as is with uh, all other um, uh, all other chefs uh, at home from from my mum. She was a gifted cook, um, and I think Dad says that quite often about her. Like that, she was she was a, she was a wasted talent in the kitchen. Uh, but um, it's uh, after she passed. Tr- truly speaking, it, it, because my sort of journey with with food in Dubai about uh, eleven years ago um, it was was quite different to my journey before. Uh, I've been in the kitchen since I was 10. Like, it's, uh, any time um, any, any mum was around, I was in the kitchen, stuck to her, and mm-hmm. just, I suppose, learning things through osmosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and slowly, uh, I, I, I found, after she passed, uh, I found it was kind of my kind of easy to connect with her uh, with this with this act of cooking but just being with pots and utensils and and spices and, and things and familiar and yeah 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 what's what tastes like home or there anything that reminds you of your childhood and things your mum's cooked for you when you were younger um i there's so many, I, I think I would say fragrance more than more than actual sort of thing of eating because there was a there was this a, this this whole when people speak about the sort of the performance and the presentation I think uh, so many images of my mum sort of uh, flash by of 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 her um, having sort of slogged in the kitchen the entire day but being so presentable. At, at, at when it's all when it's all presented, this, and she would never mention how hard she's worked on she something. Made it look so it's always and and that's that's so admirable. And I remember these fragrances, it's, and and that's how she cooked. So she sort of came from a, I, I suppose maybe from her granny's uh, kitchen. Like so you, you don't you don't actually taste food as you're as you're cooking. So you have to do everything by by sight, smell, um, by, by sound as well. Like it's yeah. uh, there's so many sort of recipes that I try to pass on to uh, the people I train or or in my kitchen stuff as well I, I tell them hear this this there's this cake batter what does it sound like it needs to make this particular sound and you know that it's it's right and and you know it's it's a i suppose it's a, it's a slightly unconventional way but it works for me I love it so it's in, it's instinct it's instinctive to yes. you now yeah. it's like an an auditory journey as well as a culinary journey yes. i want to know about this being a full time job i yeah. guess because that wasn't always yeah. the case no. what did you train as i'm an architect okay <laughs> so creative in a, in a sense why did you decide that this was something you wanted to 
pursue? I mean, surely the feedback you were getting from people must have played a huge part. It uh, it, it it did. Uh, if it wasn't for my friends uh, who didn't push, who wouldn't push me into this, I I I, I and secretly signed me up uh, onto websites at the time. I'm talking about seven, eight years ago when there were these websites where um, you could hire a chef to come to your home. Uh, they signed me on in secret because they knew I wasn't. I love architecture. This this is, it will always be my first love, um, as will be music, as will be uh, a couple of other things. But but it's it's I had to say goodbye to the job or, or to 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 the industry before. Before I begin to resent everything that it was about, before it stopped being so, your love, <laughs> and, and I could not risk that at all. So, so that's a, and 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 so I would love to say that it was a. Um, I came up with the concept and 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 such. It really wasn't like. It but was, don't you find that when you try and engineer something like that, it never works out? I, anyway. I suppose no, no, because you can't prepare for things. No. So I I remember from from the, the very first days, um, it, it used to be. So the menu used to be an eight course menu, a ten course menu, until I realised like it's impossible to feed, expect people to eat as much food and and, and, and still also enjoy for it. you to be there as for well sure. because it used to be i used to be the the not just the cook but also the cleaner the the dishwasher the 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 sort of table sort of thing and 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 often because i would take the dinners to people's places so i would begin with a, a of course cleaning the entire kitchen and entire house in certain cases as well mm-hmm. so it was it, it was an it was an interesting phase of my life but there were there were those moments when i was um uh, <laughs> i remember i think um so so the, so, the, so the people at the table noticed that I, every time I'd walked them, my shoes sort of made this squeaky noise. And, and uh, until somebody asked at the course number six, like, what is going on? Like, why are your feet wet? And said, <laughs> well, the kitchen's flooded. So, <laughs> and I still have about four courses just to serve you. And so, and, and, and geez, these are things that you cannot prepare for. Mm-hmm. You can, you can plan, you can engineer, but you cannot plan for these things at all. So, Well, I've seen the amount of planning that's gone into your menu. And that's what we're going to be talking about next. And how the storytelling, the history is woven through through each beautifully constructed course. We've got Chef Kuv with us today. Um, a number of people asking uh, how to spell your name. Uh, K-U-V. That's it, K-U-V. You're listening to Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Joining us live in the studio to talk supper clubs and socialising and, of course, lots of food. Chef Kuv is with us. Um, a number of you asking for the details. You can go to Kuv Secret Suppers. That's K-U-V. That's on Instagram. You can feel very hungry indeed looking at the food and there's information on how to book there as well. I wanted to talk to you about the food because from what Poonam has said and from the menu that I saw, which looked absolutely exquisite, both in terms of the dishes but also the detail, this isn't just about feeding people tell us about the storytelling and what you're communicating through through these experiences I think uh, uh, this 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 um, this thing about uh, when when people say that they're foodies, right? Like I said, it's 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 uh, it, it does. I love the word, uh, but but I'm also quite cautious because is it about eating? Is it is it just about eating? Because I think we live in an environment that's built to give us more and to provide more and take as much as we can. And and here we are with the earth not doing so well, mm-hmm. our food system not doing so well, our farmers not doing so well. And and it's it's 
how do we change that? I, I, that was a key factor in deciding how the dinners would 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 go about, and 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 how I wanted the food. The food wasn't just about wasn't just about oh, this is sourced from, uh, from locally. So yes, everything should be sustainably and locally sourced. That's the most important thing. But also, what is the story? How do I connect with the inner child of the person who I've never met? Because most of the times of the people at the, at the suppers, I, I I've never met them before, so I have to. It's 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 the it's the storytelling element to sort of goes there because you you we see that with little children right with with, with my nieces and my, my my five six year old nieces when oh here's a broccoli oh, I don't want to eat a broccoli and, and and no this is a little tree and 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 that's how you, we build stories we are we come from stories and I think it's so lost with with food uh, and the moment I tell people about oh I tell people the story they are more willing to eat things that they wouldn't usually that's eat a raw kohlrabi like who would eat that but you can and, and isn't it interesting that it's not just about the eating it's yeah. about that shared experience yeah. and it sounds very cheesy but i guess kind of making memories and feel like y- your life has been enriched by an evening does yes that, does that make sense yes can i ask you about the socializing side because i think a lot of people still feel like supper clubs can be feel a bit other and mm. a bit intimidating mm. because you're obviously going to attract a certain type of person who perhaps is a bit more um, outgoing and willing to put themselves in a situation where they're going to try something and meet people and sit across from a stranger for the night. Do you, do you personally, and do you have guests who might come with a bit of nerves or social anxiety to a supper club? Uh, funny thing is, so the key factors also around designing this this dinner experience were those people because they are my customer. I I had to design something to open up community community conversation community cuisine and so this is this is a, a these 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 words really mean so much to me mm-hmm. and and uh, it, it, to, in order to build that community i i knew that there had to be barriers needed to be broken down we we don't so you know, there are banned questions at the at, at the suppers banned right from the questions day. yes you're not allowed to ask what do you do where are you from how long have you been in dubai this is torture it is it absolutely is <laughs> excruciating but do you find then that you so I don't know. What are some of the uh, the kind of ice breaking questions that you've heard around the table? Well, um, I've I've. What I ask people to do instead is carry an object. So you would you would tell a story. So so it, you would tell a story. You would be the storyteller. So 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 people would carry objects that have say sentimental value or things that are uh, heirlooms and 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 say oh well this belonged to my grandfather and and suddenly all these eight strangers are familiar with the person's grandfather you know, or, or or grandparents or somebody they've, they've never met. Like these stories come alive. These these and and I I think there's there's no better icebreaker than that. And when when people struggle and people do sort of say like oh is it um this is going to be really difficult and i say that go back to being a child how do how do children interact with each other say um what's your favorite color let's ask ask each other open-ended questions so it leads somewhere i i think i think these questions are beautiful what do you do very from how long have you been anywhere is, is is wonderful and they are any big city questions but i think they also narrow the conversation and everything flows through as a small sort of a passage and 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 it's then impossible because you have you have you built such a profile of a person that you're not quite curious anymore to know what's within the book. I think that's very very astute. You are as well as being an accountant. You're also a classical um, singer, actor, dancer. 
do you do a turn, Chef Cooper? Is there known for a bit of a performance aspect? <laughs> I'm guessing yes. <laughs> the the it, it, there is there is a there is a massive uh, um, there is a massive instrument in my house, so it's, it's impossible to miss. <laughs> and and it? of course, it's it's called a tanpura. Uh, tanpura. I always tell people you can, you can being from food. I say you know don't think of the word tempura, but just replace the word m with an n. So okay. it's a tanpura. What is it? And it's uh, well, it's a it's a four string instrument that produces a, a drone sort of sound. It, it gives a, a bass, as it were, and for all North Indian, even South Indian classical music concerts, you, you'll sort of see it in the background. So all singers usually have one. So 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 they see it, and of course they would ask me, and, and I never refuse. I, I it's 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 my it's it's my soul. So. Oh, I love that. We've got just a minute left. I want you to tell me about one dish that you are so proud to be serving right now, because as I said, Poonam has been to see you three times, and the menu changes, of course, on a pretty regular basis. So what are you serving up right now? At the moment, uh, there's so many things. So, so we had a mango and celeriac ice cream, uh, uh, for instance. That, that, that was uh, we had a we had a rose jam cake in in the in the Hindi or do sort of Indian subcontinent. It's called Gulkand. So 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 this is that has an incredibly cooling effect on the belly to to sort of eat it. And and of course, uh, mango and celeriac because it was part of the Ramadan menu because it 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 was my attempt to sneak in as many uh, nutrient efficient ingredients in the menu as possible. And celeriac is one of those things that I think is so, so underrated. But a celeriac ice cream, I know it sounds weird, but it is one of the most, for me, one of the most fragrant, beautiful vegetables I've ever found. And, and pair that with a mango, like it, it, it was delicious. So. I love this. So there is nutrition. There is digestion at the core. I understand you even have flowers from your garden in the drinks. It sounds absolutely magical. For anyone that does want to come along. How far in advance do you need to book, Chef Coop? Um So the best thing is just to we we are we are you can book online or you can book on an app called Splido. This is a, it's, a, it's super easy. Uh, uh, thankfully, it's a, it's an app that that was also sort of started by by my friend, um, and and it's a uh, it's essentially making everything easy and everything more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's the best best place to sort of check out dates, check out uh, how the booking platform sort of works and and, and everything. Uh, we don't so the menu is always a secret you have to guess what's it what's what's in your food and you can only flip over the menu at dessert so so that's that's the, that's the printed menu so point. yeah so so you have to guess so i take guesses from people it, it just connects people in this mindful experience with, with their food it connects them more thank you so much for coming in and giving us a little insight into what happens there uh, as i said if i number people asking for more information you can go to Kuv secret suppers k-u-v all the information is there and some mouth-watering photos as well um, we're asking everyone this afternoon, and you cannot win because you're a friend of the show, to share what are they doing for Eid. I'm guessing you're going to be cooking. I am. I, so tons and tons of sweets. Eid uh, Mubarak to everybody. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a really fantastic Ramadan. I hope it's for everybody. Well, thank too. you so, so much. Now get back into the kitchen. This is Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Spinneys. Eat well, live well. We love introducing you to the food, the chefs, and there's an exciting culinary collaboration coming up for SA Dubai between two talented female chefs from Latin America. You've got Peruvian national, Luisa Serna, who's the head chef there at SA, and you've got Nicaraguan cabin crew turned supper club queen, as she calls herself, Gabriela Chamorro of The Girl and the Goose. Uh, she is an absolute legend in supper club circles. So fantastic to see you coming together and Chef Luisa joining us now. How are you? Hello, good Good afternoon. Nice to be here. And nice to have you with us, especially on a Friday. I always appreciate chefs coming in at these busy weekends. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up, Louisa. Where did you? Where were you born? 
Uh, I'm born in Peru. Uh, my city is called Piura. Uh, and well, for me, my first memory, it's about my grandfather. Her name was Luisa. I'm Luisa as well. Oh. Yes. And for me, my first memory is uh, her. I remember he to cooking for a very big family with all her love. And uh, for her, this was not a job because she made this food for her family with mm. all her love. No? So what were you eating? What were some of the dishes that you grew up enjoying? In my city is very popular the ceviche in the north of Peru. This is the most popular uh, dish for us. And so uh, I can say that we can eat every day our ceviche. So lucky. <laughs> I don't think I had ceviche until I was about 30 years old and this was something you grew up eating. Thank you. Tell us about your decision to become a chef. Why did you want to work with food? Uh, here in Dubai, this is my first year, but before I have an experience in another country. And uh, my passion is to travel for uh, some countries just to grow professionally, mm-hmm. to get more experience in my career mm-hmm. and uh, someday to be a very special chef. Well, Peruvian food has been having, you know, quite the moment over the last couple of years, incredibly popular um, here yes. in Dubai as well. Yes. So with this, what what we call a kind of a four-handed collaboration, so you and us, as I said, Gabriella from Girl and the Goose, she's bringing her Nicaraguan food, you've got your Peruvian food, it's all going to be there at this side. Can you tell us a little bit about what's on the menu? What are you going to be cooking? Yes, uh, we're going to have inside this uh, four-hands dinner. And it is about two families for, from Latin America uh, sharing history about Peruvian and Nicaraguan food. And we're going to make four courses. Ooh, uh, okay, gonna, make us hungry. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to start with a sweet plantain furikake. That, uh, it's a banana with furikake and Japanese mayo. Like intermediate, we're going to have a tuna ceviche cake. It's of from course. my side. <laughs> yes, it's from my side. And uh, we're going to make this one because uh, it's, a, it's a Peruvian Nikkei restaurant. So we're going to have uh, this special dish that day. And like uh, my courses, we're going to make sivas isei, that is a grilled sivas with the seco norteño sauce, that is a sauce from Peru. So can you say that again? Seco, nut- nut- Seco norteño sauce. And what does it taste like? What are the ingredients? Uh, it's a very good taste. Uh, the principal ingredient here is the coriander. We make this in Peru with chicha de jora. It's our traditional drink. So that's going with sea bass. Oh, yes. Sounds amazing. And Great. then what's next? Uh, also from Gabriela's size, we're going to make a chicken dumplings pibil with pickle red, caramelized onion, chimichurri. And like dessert, we're going to make from filo with love. And this, uh, like a principal ingredients, almond praline, pineapple, uh, caramel, banana ice cream. Oh, wow. It's going to be an amazing menu. So as I said, this is two of the greats coming together. When is this going to be happening, Luisa? When, when can we go along and enjoy this dinner? Yeah, uh, I want to invite to everybody to go this 4, 5, and 6 of May and the rooftop of Radisson the Mac Hills, our Issei restaurant. Oh, that's going to... So May 4th, 5th, 6th, you've got two female chefs sharing their stories, sharing their experience. Um, it's a four-course dinner, um, as you said, there in the Radisson. So if you want information for that, can you just send me the word... 
eat and I will send you the link. I'll send you the Instagram for Essay Dubai and Girl and the Goose so you can see exactly what's going to be on the menu. Chef, thank you so much. Thank you. You have succeeded in making tummies rumble across Dubai. That mm-hmm. menu sounds absolutely brilliant. Yeah, we're going to wait for you there. It's going to be a good one. Thank you so, thank so you. much. Thanks for being with us on this episode of Farmer's Kitchen. You can tune in live every single Friday afternoon between 2 and 5 on Dubai Eye 103.8.